own a black country vlogger and I'm a bloody idiot. Yeah, I mean, I Hello and welcome to the Black Country Vlogger Podcast. My name's Matt and this is episode 3. As most of you will know from the last episode, uh, thanks to me sending an email to Four Queens thanking them for helping us and my mother with the wheelchair, they responded by letting us book at a reduced rate with a complimentary upgrade. So obviously we'd be stupid if we didn't go again. This time we plan to do things at a slower pace. We'd already seen a lot of the touristy things. So we thought we'd actually go and see more of Vegas, the bits that maybe not everybody knows exist. Also this year was our trip to Orlando. It's something we've tried to do every four years. So we did what I knew except with a bloody crazy idea. As we'd gone to Orlando for two weeks, had a two week break, and then we went to Vegas. It's a good job that this trip was going to be a more relaxed affair. As you'd expect, we did another itinerary. It was not as packed as the previous years, but we were trying to be a little bit more relaxed. Never let it be said that we don't make the most out of a vacation. Most of the sitting down this trip would be at the slots. People's views and opinions of downtown Las Vegas and the Fremont experience are very polarising to say the least. It's difficult to properly explain the difference between the Vegas Strip and downtown without ending up annoying somebody. What I will say is in my opinion that downtown Vegas has more character, there are street performers that will either amaze or offend you, and it's definitely more of the old-school Vegas that a lot of us really, really like. And if for some strange reason you're not 100% sure if you're on Fremont Street, then just listen out for this and you'll definitely know that you're there. Wait to cross 4th Street. Wait to cross 4th Street. I'm sure the millennials would prefer the strip, where it's not for me. Well, it is for me. It's just that I prefer downtown. And what actually are millennials, I don't actually really understand any of it. I suppose you shouldn't create barriers. Do you know what? Basically, some people like downtown, some people don't. I shouldn't judge them, they shouldn't judge me. And I'll leave it at that. As well as the Fremont Street Experience Canopy and the Slotzilla Zipline, uh, downtown Vegas has a couple of stages with live acts and DJs. The casinos are all great and simpler than the monoliths that are the Wynn, Bellagio, Mandalay Bay, etc. And things are just that little bit cheaper. Are the slots loose at? Statistically, I don't know. People say they are, and this year was going to be the year that would really surprise us. But more about that later. There are some absolute gems of places to eat, such as Hugo's Cellar at Four Queens. We've got Oscar's Steakhouse at the Plaza. There's the Triple George Grill. You've got your cheap eats, like um, White Castle. And you've also got the weird and wonderful, such as Hard Tech Grill, where you'll get your ass slapped if you don't eat all your food. Um, do you know what, I could go on all day about the places to eat, but I'm going to save that for another episode where I talk in greater depth about uh, downtown Vegas. The casinos downtown have shows too, and although we hadn't planned one this year, there are still plenty of other things for us to do. Now, during this trip, we're staying at Four Queens, as you know. So we did a lot of exploring around the Fremont area and downtown Vegas, but we didn't really venture out too far outside of that area. That was not going to be for another trip or two where um, we found out that just a short walk off the main area, there's some absolutely amazing places to eat and drink and to see and do. Um, guess what? That's going to be another episode as well. So on top of all these brilliant places and things to do, places to eat, 
drink, gamble. You've still got those people who think downtown Vegas is rough, dirty, scary and full of unsavoury characters. Now, we know it freaked out mum and dad first visit, but to be honest, anything would have freaked them out that year. We enjoyed it the previous year and I think the folks actually found it more relaxed and at a slightly slower pace than the strip. So the fact there's also a lot less walking in between the casinos also helped a lot. If we're going to love or hate downtown, then this was going to be the trip that we'd all find out. It definitely was a good idea staying downtown, away from the Fremont experience that itself is a marvel to watch. You had the Mob Museum, Neo Museum, Slotzilla, Fear the Walking Dead experience and much more. I generally can't think of a negative critical thing to say about our downtown experience. Everything we did was fun and interesting. I wish we'd have stopped at the downtown container park longer and also tried the atomic liquor bar. But there was always next year. We're pretty simple folks. Yeah, we are pretty simple folks. And um, downtown suited us to the ground. We still visited the strip and as always it was fun. We also included a fall Hoover Dam trip and a ride on a paddle steamboat that topped off a great holiday. I also have to add how great the Bangor Brewing Company was. As a person who really likes his craft beers and microbreweries, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to have a look around. At the time it was limited numbers and the tour was actually free but I'm pretty sure you've got to pay for it now. The tour was really interesting, there's only four of us and a stranger. At the end of it, as we sat down, it was given a few samplers. I'll say a few, I'm pretty sure it was a tray of eight half pints of different craft beers. The, um, the stranger had left, so it was just us four. Mum and Jane don't drink craft beers, and Dad's really fussy about the ones that he tries. So I ended up with around six pints of beer to drink myself. Was I a bit tipsy? You could say that, and in any other situation, it'd be a recipe for disaster. But it'd actually be my saviour, because the next stop would be the heart attack grill. The hunger had kicked in. I ordered a triple bypass burger. Crazy, I know. And another beer. Jane ordered a vodka shot in a syringe and some red wine that actually comes in a drip bag. The drip bag itself contained over one bottle of wine and it was a really good novelty. But neither Dad nor Jane actually liked the wine. So, because basically I will eat or drink almost anything, I finished off the wine. All the food was eaten, so no buttons were slapped, and um, we went off merrily on our way, with me merrier than most. Okay, so I lied. Most of the food was eaten. The triple bypass had a whole massive chunky slice of red onion between each pate. I just couldn't eat what equated to a whole onion, so what could I do? I didn't want the punishment, and no one could help me. But luckily, we were really close to a bin, so with no one looking, we quickly threw away the leftovers in the bin. You may ask, how could this trip get any better? And I'll tell you with one word. Buffalo! It wasn't just the Buffalo Gold slot, but it did give us our biggest win. Lady Luck was definitely shining on us this holiday, and we felt like we couldn't lose. That's if we ignore trying to play the airplane slot at the Cosmopolitan, where I'm pretty sure we lost nearly $200. The one night, we were about to go back to the room, but Jane wanted to carry on. I didn't fancy losing the money that we'd already won. So I went back to the room and left Jane to it. When she comes back after losing, I can say, I told you so. However, she hit a bonus that people gathered around her as she won big on the Walking Dead 2 slot and happily skipped up to the room to prove me wrong. Disclaimer here, Jane didn't and doesn't skip, but she did rub her face in it and quite deservedly so. 
I can't remember exactly how much we won that trip, but I do know it was enough to pay for the trip for the following year. We'd have to add our own spending money, but uh, that's fine. So um, it'd be rude not to go back again the following year, wouldn't it? As you know, on previous trips, we'd stopped at the Tropicana and we also stopped at Hooters. This time we stopped at Four Queens. And in future trips, we'd end up going back to Four Queens and also staying at Downtown Grand. So, let's talk more about Four Queens and let's start off with a history lesson. Four Queens opened on the 2nd of June in 1966 and it was actually named after the builder Ben Gostein's four daughters, Faith, Hope, Benita and Michelle. So, they're the Four Queens. Since that time, the Four Queens expanded to become a 690 room hotel with over a thousand slot machines and around 30 table games from poker to roulette. They also have a slot machine outside, um, it's like a free slot pool, um, just by the entrance and you can win a free slot play and cash prizes up to around $2,500. Sometimes the member of staff overseeing this machine will also have a sheet of vouchers that they can give you and if they do I definitely recommend it because there's vouchers for uh, cheap food and discounts at Magnolia's and possibly Hugo's cellar but there'll also be um, free, free play, free play or uh, slot play as well. Uh, when we stayed at Four Queens for the first time, we stayed in the South Tower. Now these rooms are generally more expensive than the North Tower. And I think the North Tower rooms are older, but I've only ever stayed in the South Tower, so I can't really make a true comparison. I do know that the North Tower is very close to Fremont Street, with the elevators to these rooms located by the sports book. And so, due to their close proximity to Fremont, the rooms can be a bit noisy at night. But, if memory serves me right, Fremont kind of quietens down around 2am-ish. And um, with the South Tower being further away from Fremont, it's also a bit quieter, but you can still hear the music from Fremont. But um, if you're going to be going to bed before midnight, then to be honest, you're doing Vegas wrong anyway. Uh, access to the South Towers, they're via elevators close to where check-in is. So, top tip here for you. If you are in the South Tower, do try and get a room as high up as possible, as you get some really nice view of the mountains. And it should be a bit quieter, because you're further away from the stage. You've probably gathered by now, apart from a fridge, we don't really ask for much from a room. And once again, I'd managed to get us a free fridge. The rooms were a decent size and the beds were big as comfortable. The room was clean, no frills, but it had a coffee making machine, an iron, flat screen TV. And to be honest, we were really happy with it. Like with our trip to Hooters the previous year, some bright spark had uh, locked the safe. So yet again, we had to get somebody to come up and unlock it. Four Queens doesn't have a fitness centre, it doesn't have a spa and it doesn't have a pool, but you do have access to the Binion's pool. If like us, you just want a place to lay your head, then the lack of a fitness centre and spa really shouldn't be an issue. If you do really want a fitness centre and a spa, then I think you're still doing Vegas wrong, as this holiday should be about retoxing and not detoxing. As with most of downtown Vegas, Four Queens has a traditional Las Vegas atmosphere. It's easygoing, authentic and vintage. The loyalty scheme here is the Royal Players Club. And as with many other similar schemes, you earn comp dollars by playing slots, video poker and table games. 
The card can also get you special room rates, money off and special deals at Magnolia's and Chicago Brewing Company, or you can use the comp dollars for purchasing souvenirs in the gift shop, or even print towards payment of your stay. Also, if you're over 55, there is an over 55 club extension of the Raw Players Club, and that ensures that you get even more deals and offers. There's a good range of slot machines at Four Queens with a nice mix of old and new. They've also got silver strike machines where when you win you can win these souvenir dollars that are silver with pictures on the pretty cool and some of them sell for quite a bit on eBay. Uh, the waitress service wasn't too bad at all and the layout of the casino is a little bit like a maze and some areas are a little bit tight and cosy but thinking about it so three modern binions. For us food is where Four Queens really shines. You've got Magnolia's Veranda Hugo's Tavern, Chicago Brewing Company, Subway and there was a one attacko but I couldn't find any information on it initially but I think it's still operating. Magnolia's Veranda overlooks the casino floor and serves your regular and tasty American food. It's always busy and after just one trip there we could see why. Yeah there's really good deals for the Raw Players Club holders, daily specials and we all love a bargain. But you've also got the added bonus that the food actually tastes really nice and the service is impeccable. We usually come here for breakfast. There's a good choice and everything is reasonably priced. Jane's go-to dish is the New York steak and eggs, whereas I'll just try anything off the menu. The last dish I did try there was country fried steak and eggs. It comes with house-made country sausage gravy, which now to us in the UK gravy is brown. But in America, this is white thick gravy, which I think just looks horrible. And I've always turned my nose up at it. But this time I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. If I don't like it, I'm going to end up eating it anyway. It was actually far nicer than I thought it was going to be. And I'll be honest, I'm now an official American gravy convert. So it seems there is a place for both UK and US gravy. As well as breakfast, they also do stuff such as buffalo wings, salads, pizza, pasta, burgers, sandwiches, along with entrees such as steak, pork and chicken. Um, we've only ever had breakfast there, but I'd quite happily go there later in the day and try the rest of their menu. There's a lot of places to eat all over Vegas, and we do love trying many different places. But as I've said, each trip we're always going to end up going to Magnolia's and Chicago Brewing. The Chicago Brewing Company is a really nice place to sit and chill, enjoying handcrafted beers and eating a range of appetizers on trays. Quite a long time ago I went to Chicago and would love to go back and of course I tried a Chicago deep dish pizza. Now here at Chicago Brewing Company they also do a deep dish Chicago style pizza and it is really nice. It does take a while to make so order it and have yourself a beer or two to relax. If you're not sure which beer to choose, they also do a sampler consisting of a number of their brews for around $10.50. The one place at Four Queens that we've not tried is Hugo's Cellar. This is one of Vegas' original fine dining restaurants and its decor maintains a vintage theme and ambience. It's table size service and the salad is made to order at your table. Your partner is also given a red rose and a sommelier will happily recommend a suitable wine. It's not a cheap place to eat, but you're here for fine dining and not a quick burger. 
It definitely looks to be a special occasion place and somewhere we're definitely going to try. I just need myself a hand pay. The place is usually empty. No, it's not. The place is usually open between 5 and 10 p.m. and reservations are definitely recommended. Now you've got no money left, you can just rely on good old Subway. We actually prefer Subway in the States. That always seems to be a better choice of things and they're filled way fuller. Like I said, there was a one taco. I think there's still a one taco. I don't know anything about it, but I do like tacos. If you just want to pee for a watch and have a drink, then they've got the Pacho Bar. It's a 43 foot long bar and seats around 62 people with a combination of indoor and outdoor seating. You can choose to either watch the large TV screens inside or watch and listen to the very nearby Fremont Street Experience stage. They also advertise as having a misting system for when it gets a bit too hot it'll cool you down. For entertainment there's the comedy club and it's currently home of the Mike Hammer Comedy Magic Show. Now before seeing Mike Hammer we'd had seen Penn and Teller the year before at Rio and we've also been and seen Nathan Burton at Planet Hollywood. The magic of Mike Hammer was fun and entertaining as was Penn and Teller and Nathan Burton. However with the comedy Mike Hammer was far more tongue in cheek and a lot more adult orientated so um, he really didn't shy away from a bit of controversy. Nathan Burton is definitely one for families and Penn and Teller's for everyone. We thoroughly enjoyed Mike Hammer. His style of comedy was right up our street and it really takes a lot to offend us so we just found it hilarious. He did call me out during the show um, and it got a lot worse because he really couldn't understand my accent. But uh, yeah, that, that was an experience. After the show, he went out and greeted us all and we had a bit of a chat. He's a really nice guy and um, I definitely recommend seeing his show. The room where he performs isn't too big and works really well with his style of magic and comedy. It's not so good if you want to avoid him ripping into you though, but um, it's all good fun. I'm going to sound like a broken record now, but hear me out. Four Queens is cheap and cheerful. He's got a great downtown location. The rooms are more than decent for the price and he's the kicker. There's no resort fee and the Wi-Fi is free. We don't do glitz and glamour. We want to be in a place where we feel comfortable, can lay our head down and experience good value for money. And this is what we got at Four Queens. We stayed at Four Queens quite a few times and we was planning to return in October 2021. As you all know, that ain't happening. But uh, fingers crossed for uh, February 2022. There's a lot of casinos downtown I've not seen too many vloggers staying at Four Queens and it tends to get overlooked which is a shame. It's got character and the staff have always been nice to us. Um, so I just can't wait till February. As a side note, I bet you're all thinking, does this guy really like everything? Can he not be critical about one thing? He'll get splinters on his arse with all this sitting on the fence. But I'll just say two words to you. Wicked spoon. But that controversial opinion is going to be for another blog. So for now, thank you for listening and uh, try a bit.
I have very much on so I thought I'd go away Or could the travel agent to book an holiday A lovely wench that saved me as before I went away There's been something as meaning to say What to say? Said am, yow, yam, yam I said oh bye bye yam Talking in an accent that y'all would not understand But all the folks in the black country and the best in all the land so now I hear you brumming, but I am, I am, I am, I am.